Uh, the thing is, is that in real life, we actually do have an opportunity to follow people. Um, maybe, maybe it's following so, someone on social media, or maybe it's going along with the leader of, the group, of your group of friends. Maybe it's following um, or not following your older siblings. I can relate with that. I had an older sibling that I like really looked up to. I wasn't allowed in his room. I kind of wanted to be like him. Um, it may be, the thing is, is that when we follow someone, it means that we go after the things that they go after. And sometimes um, even begin to live the way that they would live. Uh, think, about, think about like follow the leader, right? Think about it like that. You do what the leader says in order to win the game. Or um, following someone on Instagram, you're seeing what they're doing. You're constantly kind of checking up on what they're doing. There's this weird thing that happens now that social media has been out is that when you see someone that you haven't seen in a long time, you actually don't really need to catch up because you already know what they've been up to, right? Um, maybe it's when you follow someone, when you follow the example of someone in your life, you try to imitate the way that they live. Maybe it's in big ways or maybe it's in small ways. Um, and when you, when you follow someone, who you follow can have a pretty big impact on your life. Uh, I remember when I was in middle school, there was this guy, I, there was this guy named Jesse Brown and Jesse was really cool. He was on the football team. Jesse, uh, I don't, he was cool because he was good at sports. Like he was good at football, good at basketball. And everybody really liked Jesse, but that's not the only reason I wanted to follow Jesse. One reason I wanted to follow him is because, is because he was like, he was the best at football. He could play like any position. And I really wanted to be a good football player at the time, but he also was really kind to everyone. So he was like the quarterback and quarterbacks are sort of like team captains. And people wanted to follow him, not just because he was cool, not just because he was talented, but because he was a really nice guy. Uh, I remember bumping into someone um, after high school and they mentioned the same thing like, oh man, I just always really respected Jesse. I love how, like, how humble he was, how kind he was. He actually led some football teams to some state championships. Like I remember my junior year, I uh, still really looked up to Jesse. I remember like buying the same shoes as him, maybe sometimes wearing the same clothes as him. And, um, and, the th and, and don't judge, we all do this, you know it's true. Um, but I remember that that year I quit football and uh, this is like a side story, but I was wearing a shirt that said, that was a Nike football shirt and it said, never give up. And I accidentally wore that the day that I went to quit. Um, but I quit football and then Jesse led Jesse led the football team to a state championship um, three years in a row. So like in the year that I quit, they won. And then the next year they won again. So maybe I should have stuck it out. I probably would have been on the sideline anyway, but I would have got a ring. That's, that would have been sweet. Jesse was awesome. Um, and I, and I kind of wanted to be like Jesse. And, and, and so, yeah, like I was saying, you kind of see what I mean here is that who you follow impacts the way that you live your life. Um, and one thing that can really change the way that you live your life is if you, if you decide to follow Jesus. Um, following Jesus simply means this. Following Jesus means choosing to believe in him and trying to live our lives the way that he taught us to live them. Another way that you could put it is being a follower of Jesus means following his lead in the way that we live our everyday lives. Um, for some of you, that's not something that you are super excited about. I mentioned following Jesus um, and, and, and that's a really difficult idea. For others of you, it's, you're really excited about it. You've actually been following Jesus for some time now. And if the idea of following Jesus isn't all that exciting to you, um, maybe, and I, again, I don't, I don't know, 
but maybe maybe it could be because it feels like a lot of work that like man if i followed jesus it would be a lot of work it would be like not fun like it would be a chore and many of us follow to struggle jesus because we think it means following a lot of rules um, for, even even if you've been following jesus for a while if you ask your friends they might even say that like i don't know i just i remember someone telling me like dude you you being a christian means that you have to follow a bunch of rules doesn't it um, you have to read all the right Bible verses. You have to pray all the right prayers. You have to show up to all the right places um, and do all the right things to, to be able to follow him. Um, and if that sounds like a lot of work to you, that's because that is a lot of work. Um, trying to do all the right things is a never-ending cycle. Um, we, try to do, we try to do what's right, but then because we're human, we mess up. I've been there, maybe you've been there. And then when we mess up, we feel like we don't measure up. And then maybe, maybe if you're like me, you feel like maybe, you're, maybe you can't follow Jesus after all because, because there's a standard and maybe you feel like you can't measure up. Maybe you've been there. The problem is, is that when we look at following Jesus like that, it makes us want to quit. When following Jesus becomes a chore or when it feels like if we mess up, we can't follow him, it makes us want to give up um, because if we're going to follow him, we're just going to mess up anyway. Um, and so if we're going to mess up and we're not able to follow him, then what's the point in even trying, trying, right? So, um, but I, the reason I, that I think that this series is important is because personally I've experienced that following Jesus is the best decision that you can make. Um, it's something that I would, that would be, a, it'd be a huge bummer for you to miss out on following Jesus because of a misunderstanding, um, and because you might be trying to follow him in the wrong way. So tonight I just want to spend some time um, figuring this out together. What does it look like to follow Jesus? Is it a bunch of rules? And if it's not about a bunch of rules, then what is it all, what's it all about anyway? I think that this is, this is going to the answer to these questions. One of the places that it's found is in the book of Luke. The Bible's made up of, it's, the Bible looks like one book, but it's actually many books. It's 66 books. Luke is one of the books that are, that are in this library of books. And it's, there's a guy named Luke he wrote this book. And this is one of the stories that he writes. It's about two women. And they, they're, they're from two sisters from thousands of years ago. They're trying to figure this question out themselves. What does it mean to follow Jesus? What does it really mean to follow him? And, and the story, these two sisters are named Mary and Martha. And I just want to read this, read this story to you guys here. It says, As Jesus and the disciples continued on their way to Jerusalem, they came to a certain village where a woman named Martha welcomed him into, into her home. Her sister, her sister Mary sat at the Lord's feet, listening to what he taught, but Martha was distracted by the big dinner she was preparing. She came to, came to Jesus and said, Lord, doesn't it seem unfair to you that my sister just sits here while I do all the work? Tell her to come and help me. But the Lord said to her, Dear Martha, you are worried and upset over all these details. There is only one thing worth being concerned about. Mary has discovered it and it will not be taken away from her. So here are two followers of Jesus with two very different ways um, I, ways and ideas of what it looks like to follow him. And for, for Martha, it was all about the work. She, was, she like really wanted to um, prepare and work and, and show that she was dedicated by preparing this dinner. She was focused on do, doing things to show her love for Christ. And then there was Mary. And for Mary, it was more about her relationship with Jesus. Um, instead of trying to do more or work harder, uh, she, just, she just sat and she listened. She spent time with him to show her her love and dedication. Instead of doing things with Jesus, she spent time with him to show her her love and dedication. 
And I actually think that Jesus probably really appreciated Martha preparing this dinner for for him, doing these awesome things. And I think the same is true for us. When we do things for Jesus, I really believe that Jesus, that Jesus appreciates it. I think Jesus is rooting us on when we're doing the hard things for him. I don't think that, that Martha was doing anything wrong. I actually think she was doing something really important. And that was doing things for Jesus. But, but for Mary, following Jesus was about a relationship. And, and Jesus valued her heart for a relationship the most. So she appreciated what Mar- he, he appreciated what Martha did. But he valued Mary's desire to have a relationship with him the most. So he didn't, want, he didn't want Martha to lose out on a relationship because she was so busy doing things for him. Um, she simply desired to be with him, to learn from him and love him. And that mattered, mattered more to Jesus than all of the work in the world. So you see, Martha wasn't wrong, like I was saying. Um, it's not, it's, the work is important, but it's not the most important thing. Um, our goal for following Jesus is a relationship that we get to have with him. A relationship that we get to have with him where the work has already been done for us. Jesus, all the work that all the work and the striving that we think we would have to do to get to God, Jesus already accomplished all of that work on the cross. He died for us to make this relationship possible. And now we get to step into that. Um, Maybe you believe that you're never going, maybe, maybe right now in your walk with Christ, you feel like you're never going to be good enough to follow Jesus. And maybe there's some of you in the room who feel like you're doing all of the right things. You're working hard enough to be good enough with Jesus. And I would just say that following Jesus isn't about the work that we do or the work that we don't do. Following Jesus is much more about having this relationship. And so here's what I want you to do this week. This week, I want you just to focus, as you enter into the new year, just focus on your relationship with Jesus. If you're wondering, what does it look like to follow him? It's a relationship. Focus on the relationship instead of the work. Um, think about a relationship. Maybe, maybe you can think of this. Maybe a relationship where you're always trying to impress the other person. You're always trying to say the right thing. Um, always trying to do, be funny enough, right? You're like, man, I really want this person to be my friend and you kind of have to work for it and be funny and, and do the things that they do. I spent a lot of time doing that in high school and middle school. And they, these relationships where you're not sure if they like you or not, but you're trying to impress them, you're trying to work for it. These are exhausting relationships. But when you are confident that that person loves you and accepts you for who you are, isn't the relationship way more peaceful? That's what I want you guys to strive for in your relationship with Christ this week. Strive for knowing that you already are loved by him, that the work's been done on the cross, and then you'll be able to step into that relationship more peacefully instead of trying to like this moment where you're trying to impress him. Know that you are already loved by him. Um, This is the kind of relationship that we can have when we follow Christ. And because following Jesus means having a relationship with him, um, it it can look like a variety of different things. Maybe it means... Maybe spending time with him this week means going for a walk and just thinking, thinking about him, thinking about things in your life, letting things come to your mind, and then processing those things with him. I know it's kind of rainy. Maybe you can walk. I don't. Maybe, maybe you can just go on a walk in the rain. I don't know. But maybe, maybe you could write in your journal, right? You could sit down, pull out your journal. You could begin writing, writing things to Jesus, um, listening to music, if that's one of the ways that you can connect to Jesus talking to, a fr- to another friend that follows him too. This is one of my favorite ways to connect with Jesus because we don't get to connect with him like in a physical way. Like it's not like I'm talking to him face to face. Like we get to here. 
But the really cool thing is that, is that for those of, those of us that follow Jesus, God lives inside of us. And, and when we talk to someone else that follows Jesus, that we actually get to interact like the, the, the things that they say to us a lot of times are inspired by God. It's a way that we can interact in a relationship with him and find out things about him. People can encourage, they might feel led to encourage you the way that he would want them to encourage you. And so that's a really cool way. Maybe it's taking a step to talk to someone else about this whole Jesus thing. Um, or maybe for you, it's like starting the relationship. Um, when me and Danica were first started dating in college, we, we liked each other. We knew we liked each other. And I don't, it's weird. The generation above us didn't know this language and the generation below us, like Danica's sister, said she'd never heard the word. But for millennials, for college kids our age, we, we did something called define the relationship. You guys heard DTR? Have you had your DTR? That was something that people always talked about when we were in college. Two guys and girl, like a guy and a girl hanging out and someone's like, dude, have you guys had your DTR? Have you defined the relationship? Have you decided what this relationship is? Maybe that's where you're at. Like you and God, you're not quite sure where you're at with him. And this week, starting a relationship, following him, you need to define the relationship to say to God, like, God, I wanna follow you just so you know where my heart's at. Just like when I told Danica, like, yeah, I'm interested in dating you, right? We brought it up. She's like, I'm interested in dating you too. Not that we're dating God. I'm not saying that, but maybe you need to define the relationship. Um, whatever it is for you, when you're tempted to work for his approval or, or affection, would you rest and remind yourself of this truth, that following Jesus is about having a relationship with him? So we're gonna wrap up and we're gonna head to small group in a moment. And as you head to small group, would you think of this question? Would you think about this? What's one thing about following Jesus that feels like work to me? What is it in your relationship with God or your, your relationship with Jesus that feels like work?